0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ask Dr. Deanna podcast. This month, the month of February, is going to be Fasting February. We're going to be talking all month long about the benefits of intermittent fasting. Uh, If you listened to last week's podcast, uh, you would have heard about Fasting 101, uh, kind of an introduction to fasting, assuming that you you maybe didn't know anything about it. it, you were new to the concept, why you would do it, all of that. So I'd encourage you to go back and take a listen uh, or listen to that episode. And then moving forward, we're going to break it down and talk about various aspects of fasting and how it can Um, have a positive impact a positive benefit in overall health Um, we'll talk about a variety of of things from autophagy to certain diseases that are definitely impacted uh, by um, uh, fasting and and you know most people who are are incorporating intermittent fasting initially they look at it as a tool for weight loss and certainly we know it is a very very powerful tool for weight loss and I've utilized this with so many of my patients and just really uh, been able to get great results whether it's it's somebody who's just trying to you know speed up their metabolism uh, or it's someone who just is trying to to gain control over food and what they're eating and kind of a, a you know getting into a rhythm or a pattern uh, or whether it is someone who um, you know, basically just wants to control the amount of calories by shortening their, their eating window so that they can lose weight, it works, it works beautifully. And I've seen, you know, people not only drop weight, um, you know, which weight has a profound impact on, you know, certain conditions like hypertension. Uh, It has a profound impact on type 2 diabetes, insulin resistance as well. Uh, But also seeing people drop weight and and control what they're eating during that eating window uh, oftentimes has an amazing impact on their lipid levels as well, their cholesterol levels. So we're going to kind of break this down. I'm going to go over again, just kind of a summary of what is intermittent fasting and why we do it, what we're after with it. Uh, And then as we move through February, each week, it's going to be all about intermittent fasting. So you'll learn something new each week. As you plug in uh, and join us on this journey, so so with that, um, so we'll cover a lot of the do's and don'ts of fasting too, uh, like you know what things break my fast, you know what should I avoid, that sort of thing, because a lot of people again get a little confused there. Um, so so typically, so intermittent fasting came about. Um, fasting has been around for centuries. Okay, I mean if you go back and you start reading the Bible, you will read about fasting, prayer and fasting. This has been this thing. Okay, so oftentimes it was you. Used as a spiritual exercise, um, you know, to to basically um, allow a person to to focus, um, you know, to hone their focus on their spiritual life uh, and so forth, um, and all and had benefit tremendous benefits. But I think it was more than that. I think it was more than 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 that element, um, because I think that what happens is uh, inevitably when a person is fasting, they actually their health is improving. Now there are a variety of fasts out there. When we talk about intermittent fasting, it's usually a shorter fast. We're not talking about these long term fasts and so forth. And certainly, if somebody's going to do that. You know, they need to work with a physician, uh, you know, to, to um, you know, make sure that it's okay for them to do that, that sort of thing. But for the most part, inter- intermittent fasting, if you look at the way we normally eat, most people you know, most people are going to eat in a 12-hour window, or they should. You know, I always tell all of my patients, every single person, I don't care what you have going on in life um, or what your, you know, disease process is, we should all be fasting 12 hours at night. Um, So a 12-hour fast, we break our fast with something called breakfast. Um, Therein lies the name. So, So when you look at that, You know, and and again, sometimes you'll have a diabetic whose blood sugar has dropped low during the night. Yes, they're going to have to eat some food. But for the most part, outside of that, everybody, 12-hour fast every single night, no matter what, non-negotiable. When you fast for 12 hours, then you've got a 12-hour eating window you move it from there, move the needle, you know, move to the 14-hour fast. And and during that time, then you're going to eat all of your calories in a 10-hour window. Some of you, when you sit down and look at your day-to-day activity and the way that you naturally, um, what you naturally prefer to do, um, you may already be on a 14-10 without even realizing it. Um, Then moving to that 16 and 8, and that's Probably our most common window. When you read about intermittent fasting, you um, you know do a little research on it. You're going to see a lot of information about a sixteen eight, and a sixteen eight is a great fasting window. It's just you know it works for almost everybody um, in, in most instances. And so in that situation, you fast for sixteen hours, and then you consume all of your calories for the whole day uh, during that eight hour window. I have a lot of patients who like. That particular fast, um, because um, especially for a lot of the men in my practice, you know, they feel like for the most part they can fast that amount of time. They don't have to worry about how many calories they're consuming during that eight-hour window. You know, they they just basically try to clean up their diet, avoid processed food, get rid of the you know any soda that they're drinking, any sugary drinks, you know, all of that, and they see you know very dramatic results with that. Some people will move to the eighteen-six eighteen uh, six is where you're fasting for, you know a, a total of eighteen hours, and your eating window is a, a six hour window. Um for me personally, most days, I am a sixteen eight, uh, but every once in a while, probably you know, two days a week, I might move it to eighteen six, okay? Because I felt that I had hit a little bit of a plateau on the sixteen eight and moving it to eighteen six kind of uh, snapped me out of that. I do think that it's good to, keep our metabolism on its toes, so to speak. And that's one way that you can do that is by not always being the same, just changing it up a little bit can make a difference. And then finally, um, some people would just eat one meal a day and that would be, you know, more of a twenty-four hour fast. So, why do people do this? What is it all about? Well, first of all, it's it is about weight loss. Okay, so that is one of the biggest things that we see people, you know, using utilizing this as a tool for weight loss. But it's more than that because it is actually um, disease prevention or even disease reversal, okay? So for a lot of diseases, we can see a reversal uh, through this. And so when you look at fasting, typically you're gonna see, especially like that 16-8 window, you're gonna see improved energy. So increased energy, who doesn't want that, right? Um, Now, as fasts go on, if the body's getting depleted or you're not nourishing it the right way, you know, when you're looking at 24 plus hours, people might actually start to have to reserve their energy or conserve energy, and, and they might even feel a little tired. But typically, you know, if you're looking at a 1410 or a 168 window, people do great and they actually have improved energy. Another interesting thing is that they have massively improved mental clarity. Their ability to think and their memory improves tremendously. So stop and think for a minute about foggy brain and times that you've felt foggy brain. Maybe it is, you know, that you go into the kitchen after something and you're standing there and you can't remember what you went in there for. Okay, you forgot. In that short period of time, you no longer recall what you went in there for. Maybe it's the ability to recall the, in the name of a book, an author, an actor, uh, you know, something that that is, you know, important you know, numbers, whatever it might be. But sometimes we enter, we have this phase where our thinking is is not as sharp. It's a little foggy. And so many times people think that this is a product of aging. And it's not. It's really not. Okay. Um, what it is a product of is oftentimes poor diet, eating the wrong things. And sometimes people think that they're that they have a great diet, that they're eating well. But in fact, they're actually getting a lot of chemicals in their diet that maybe they're not even aware of. You know you, you could be eating you know something that's whole grain and you think that's good for you um, when actuality it's been sprayed with glyphosate. The glyphosate's not on the label, but it's in that product and then you're consuming it. So a lot of these things, so, so when we fast and we remove a lot of the food, You know, people can tell a difference with mental clarity, with memory, the foggy brain goes away and interestingly, massive reduction in joint pain. So if I have a patient with fibromyalgia, if I have a patient with an inflammatory type of uh, like autoimmune arthritis, this becomes a tool. This becomes a very powerful tool that will help them to better manage their symptoms. I'm not saying that it's going to make it go away completely, uh, but you, if you are listening today and you have struggled with a lot of inflammation uh, in the body, maybe um, muscle pain, joint pain, et cetera, and you think of a time that maybe you were sick, maybe you had a GI virus uh, and you were not able to put anything in, you could not eat anything. And if you notice that you had a dramatic improvement in joint pain, Um, that's why, okay. It's because during that time you reduced your intake and you were not eating, um, as much of that processed food diet. Okay. So we're trying to avoid all those foods that are, That are processed. You know, I always say anything out of a bag, a box, or a drive through window is on the no no list. Um, So, again, that decreased joint pain, decreased muscle pain, decreased total body inflammation. Well, inflammation is not just in the joints, it's not just in the muscles, it's not just in the tendons. When we look at disease and we think about what causes a disease, Inflammation is is a component of so many things. It's a component in hypertension. It's a component in asthma. It's a component in allergies. It's a component, you know, even coronary artery disease, there's an element of inflammation that is going on, you know, in that coronary vessel. So anytime that we can employ a a technique, um, a, a type of a way to eat, you know, something that is going to reduce inflammation in the body it makes a difference, okay? It has a a tremendous benefit, you know, throughout the entire body. Uh, So other benefits that we see with intermittent fasting would be improved digestion. In a sense, you are giving the GI system a rest Okay, you're giving it a break. It's not having to to put forth energy uh, and and also you know trying to clear things out, uh, figure out what's food, what's not, and it just gives it a little bit of a break. Um, and so you might notice you know tremendously improved digestion with this, better blood sugar control. So even for our, our you know, type 2 diabetics, especially intermittent fasting, is a very powerful tool um, because they are going to get better blood sugar control. Their cells will become more sensitive to the insulin that their body's producing, and that makes their blood sugar easier to control. All right. So it is actually reversing uh, insulin resistance or what we call type 2 diabetes. So, again, powerful tool to get that under control. Um, and, you in addition, because you are seeing a, a lowering of those insulin levels as people are doing intermittent fasting, they should also see improvement in areas of hormone imbalance, specifically polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, which can lead to some issues with infertility and so forth. Uh, and then finally, you know, we see very positive impact on blood pressure readings as well as cholesterol. Uh, levels. So decreasing that LDL or that bad cholesterol that the cardiologist always wants you to get under control. So this is the reason, all right? This is the reason why we do intermittent fasting and why it makes such a difference and why it is such a powerful tool. Not only that, you know, not only when you're intermittent fasting, are you providing some rest, some rest, rest, restoration, you know, in the digestive system, but also at the cellular level, okay? So there's an element of detox that occurs when you are fasting. Um, we, we call it autophagy, and it, I think that the best way to describe autophagy, I'll probably go into that in detail on, you know, one of the weeks in February, but one of the best ways to describe autophagy is that it is a cellular cleansing Okay, a cellular detoxification or a cellular cleansing where literally your cells are emptying themselves or getting rid of um, these bad components, okay? So it's kind of like spring cleaning for your cells and uh, it works very, very well. Um, we, as we move through the, the, the month, we'll talk about, you know, what breaks a fast. So a lot of people will ask me, well, you know, if I'm going to do this fast, am I still able to have coffee in the morning? I want you to fall in love with black coffee, okay? Um, yes, you can have black coffee. You can have, you know, plain tea. You cannot put sweetener in it, okay? So the the, the goal ideally is you know, when we are fasting, you know, we definitely do not want any sugar. We do not want any carbs. Okay. So those are the primary things that we stay away from during that time. Now we'll get into, okay, does my omega-3 essential fatty acid supplement that I take in the morning, will that break my fast? We'll talk about that. Okay. uh, As we, we, you know, move through all of this. Um, But but these are some of the things that we're going to learn. We'll learn about autophagy. There are actually, you know, three different types of autophagy. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, what's happening in your body when you're doing the fast and how how long do you have to fast to be able to, to get autophagy to kick in and, and to be able to use that as a powerful tool uh, if you feel that you need to detox, which most of us do, okay? Um, the other thing about intermittent fasting is that it's a powerful tool when you look at, well, why does this help so much with weight loss? It's primarily because it is moving you from uh, sugar burning, okay, so where you're burning carbs, sugar, sugar, sugar. I mean, think of the, 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 the typical person, you know, who's working or whatever, you know, they, they have a, a sugary drink in the morning or some kind of breakfast that's maybe loaded with sugar, and then they crash before lunch, okay, and they've got to go get something maybe from the vending machine at work or whatever to kind of bring that back up. And they're having this yo-yo effect of sugar, okay? And they really are on a sugar-burning system. When people employ intermittent fasting, they actually are moving from sugar-burning to fat-burning. And that's one of the reasons it becomes so effective for weight loss is that you literally... Are breaking down some fat that's being converted to glucose for your brain, so you can think clearly and all that. Uh, but you're 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 burning fat, is what happens. And you know, I always say, I love it when you're burning fat and not necessarily in the gym. It's a good thing. So anyway, these are the things we're going to cover. We're going to call it. Fasting February, uh, and um, it's going to be full of information. And it'll pretty much by the end of February, anything and everything you need to know about fasting. Uh, hopefully, we will have we will have covered it together. So, thanks so much for joining me today, and uh, welcome to February. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaOsborne.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Osborne. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.